Howdy, craft beer lovers. Welcome to the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour. I am Brian. And I am Justin. We're here with producer Casey. Hello. The Hop and Barrel Happy Hour is brought to you by Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Black Belt patrons Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Hop and Barrel. You can support Blind Ninja Studios and have your name read by me on this podcast on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Blind Ninja Studios or by following the patron link on the bottom of the homepage at blindninjastudios.com. This is episode 24, which includes news and updates about the Hop and Barrel Brewery from April 1st through April 30th in the year 2022. God, Are you joking? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. What? What time frame? April 1st. Like, oh, oh. Sorry. That's oh, a bad God. joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> my my five-year-old got me this year. Side note. So he comes home with a, with a pan. He's like, do you want a brownie? Opens it up and they construction paper cut out brown letter E's. Oh, such a dad joke, but it totally got me. Oh Those man, kids are gonna be dads. He someday. is laughing How proud about all were you? I was very proud. <laughs> very proud. Although the this, the better story is the teacher played it on the kindergartners, and the look of devastation on their faces was huge. <laughs> there was a, there was a pile of brownies to give them. Don't worry people out there but yes well, no i mean you're teaching them the disappointment is a way of life maybe they, i mean you should but you know this <laughs> <laughs> either way uh, i got a sugar kindergartner today. trying to sorry, do april so fool's joke that's awesome in any case <laughs> sorry at uh episode 24 and the reason why i feel like this is remarkable is because i think i went all the way back to episode one of the hop and barrel happy hour and it was like 2022 or i'm sorry 2020 and I don't know, Casey, you can look back on it, but I'm blown away at how many episodes we've done. And so I think kind of another point here is that we are doing this episode 24 for the entire month of April, Uh, not not just the two weeks in April. So uh, we'll normally do one every two weeks. You want me to release it on every Monday in April? No, 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 nobody listens to this anyway. It doesn't really matter. I'm just kidding. That's not true even a little bit. Oh. Okay, is it? Oh, good. Maybe you can tell us what the listener <laughs> yeah, numbers I mean, on this. We too. just show up and do this for <laughs> fun. Perhaps that would be helpful. But let's do what we do best: drink. Yeah, crack right. open a beer. Oh, that was that was pretty that was good. good. We didn't even do the secret countdown. Very enjoyable. There was there's not usually a secret countdown. I know there isn't. So we're pouring Surly. We are, you know, we love local beer. We love Surly's great. Um, I think they make Maze Balls beer. We have a couple very good friends who work there. I feel like they always have and, and always will probably. So we're going to drink uh, on air today the Surly Brewing Company Hyper Modern. This is an Idaho 7 IPA. I'm very excited about it uh, because I love Idaho 7. So does Justin. And it's a good blend. I, yeah, I've got feelings about it. To be fair, this is part of the unusual suspects. I haven't seen mm-hmm. this uh, beer and, outside and of this pack. That, uh, they've got yeah, like a, a mix pack. Uh, yep. mix pack. Yep. Um, Which is, you've got your favorite um, Furious. Furious. It's got their dark water. Yeah, it's only available in the variety pack and on tap. I had a feeling because I had awesome, and yes. they have a dark IPA in here. Like, no, it's a dark lager. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, dark lager. They have a dark That's lager with three thing. IPAs in this pack. It's a okay. it, yeah, it's a very intriguing pack, but unusual suspects. I'll take it. I'm gonna take one of those home. If that's okay. Yeah. 
Um, but this hypermodern Idaho 7 and Sabro is the blend they're working with here. I don't know. I can't tell you when they put them in or whatever. But we're looking at a hazy golden um, type of beer here. We got two-row um, two malt, golden promise, Kara 8, which is an interesting one. Um, right smack dab in the middle is a sigillated malt, which I'm assuming a marketing person is the one that put this... <laughs> Because I don't, <laughs> I don't really think you'd put that right in the middle. Because also there's carafoam oat malt and flaked oats. Um, lower a malt bill. Like as yeah. far it sure sure is that's beef, beef city baby. Uh, at seven point six percent, this gives. Uh, it says it has a lower IBU, which just lets me know that we probably put the hops in later in the boil. So it says they used an English ale yeast. Mm, yeah. Why they, would you want to do that versus an American ale yeast? Fruitier character, low flocker. Wow. Not knowing um, for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's just their health strain. I think could, you're right. Not, not to be. I, I, that that didn't mean cynical, but I think a lot of their, their beer uses English strains. And we use one of those at Hop and Barrel yeah, as well. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of the English brands. Is it uh, an American ale, an English ale? He's a lager yeast, 3470. It was um, very pleasing. Yeah, this beer's really good. Very good. Very subtle coconut. I'd say Idaho 7, a little heavier than the Sabro, but you definitely get it. Sabro's poking some of that it's poking uh, like, uh, coconut. Mild coconut, but... Um, There's also a little bit of dank resin, um, and um, I want to say onion, but I don't think it's people dry. like hearing that. No, no, I think I think it's a dry herbal note, which is how yeah. I describe Idaho Seven. I've I've had a, a hate love as we were talking before with, with, with Idaho this one. Seven. Yeah, I uh, I pick up onion sometimes. Same um, with when the, anyone would put Summit hops, not the brewery Summit, but Summit hops. It would always kick a little bit of onion for me. Oh, I Garlic, did. Onion. I did a homebrew with that one time, and it was yeah. the most oniony thing. It was one of the. Yep. <laughs> it was. It was a very fine, not poorly made beer, but I couldn't stand that onion garlic flavor and dumped it. <laughs> Just onion soup. Yeah, but this is not okay. We shouldn't be talking like that. This, oh, this isn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 This, this um, beer is very tasty. No, we're actually going to be playing a little more with Idaho Seven. And it's kind mm-hmm. of funny. Bent Paddle did one a couple years ago with Seven West. It was Idaho Seven. W thing and it was like I didn't like it but you just kept drinking it it was so palate kind of you notice right now if yep. you're sitting here it dries the palate mm-hmm. out and I really think Idaho 7 has something to do with that yeah this beer like it's it keeps me I keep going back for yes sip. that's Same. what I've seen with any any Idaho 7 beer I feel very strongly that it has this drying quality kind of like Gatorade where you just like sip it and you keep sipping it and all of a sudden you're two or three pints in you're like what the frick yeah Absolutely. Gosh so, darn. God, gee whiz. Uh, Surly Brewing, good job. Um, we we salute you. Uh, and we, we truly do. Uh, yeah. In any case, uh, after pouring this beer, drinking it, talking blah blah about it, we will move on to our industry term section. Dum dum dum. So the things that we have talked about in the industry term section over the last bunch of months has been Tax Trade Bureau, I... Tax Trade Bureau, International Bittering Units, worked. Barrels versus case equivalents, attenuation, isomerization, malt, milling, cracking, malting, mash, enzyme, conversion. Which, shout out to the Pitchfork crew for helping with that conversation. Big time. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are friends. Uh, and we salute them too. Uh, today we'll talk about loudering, which is a very, very fancy way of saying separating liquid from solid. 
filtering during brewing. That's uh, a good way to put it. Um, in our setup, every brewery is a little different setup with watering. In, in ours, we have a separate uh, water tank. So we do the mash, we move grain liquid over to the separate tank, just dedicated to separating the wort out from the solids. So if you think about a bowl of oatmeal that you have, and then you took all that oatmeal and... Runny, think runny oatmeal. Think runny, runny oatmeal. oatmeal. <laughs> and you ran it through some pipes from one place to another. This I'm worried what you're doing to my breakfast. This is part of louder. This is, yeah. What am I doing to your breakfast? We're, I don't know. You're taking my oatmeal and you're piping it somewhere. We're giving you, we're giving you grain, juice, and cereal. What if oh. I was piping it into your mouth? Well, that sounds delightful. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, we recorded a homebrew bound episode before this. Put your breakfast pipe <laughs> in your mouth and smoke it. <laughs> well, you can't smoke oatmeal. Was drink going with drink it. it. You missed drink it. Well, I don't know. I heard breakfast pipe drink and then. It would have been fine. Drink. Drink your breakfast. I mean, we're joking around because there's not a lot more to talk about watering. There's a lot you can uh, screw up. You need to draw off the right numbers. You need to not add too much uh, water on the top of it. So this this gets to be a very technical process that is, it's very simple in what you're doing. You're just separating, but in how you approach it and make sure you do it the right way, you can you could break a beer if you don't do so, it right. So I guess why um, why do we worry about doing this filtration instead of just taking the liquid directly from the mash tun and putting it into the boil kettle? Well, you're trying to pull you're trying to pull liquid from liquid wort from a residual grain. So, mm-hmm. but wait, it's it, already the water's already been sitting there for an hour, right? Yeah. So if you're thinking about like what I said, your your runny oatmeal mm-hmm. cereal, so. Laudering consists of three three steps. Mash out, which is killing the enzyma- enzymatic reaction, uh, then recirculating, and then sparging. So as a home brewer, Casey, like, what are we doing during mash out? During mash out, we're, uh, we're raising the temperature so um, well. So if you're doing batch sparging, right, you, um, you basically pour hotter water in like as as a big thing and then let it sit and that that ends enzymatic activity yep Yep. so enzymatic activity is when the starch is converted to sugar and we only want a certain amount of Mm -hmm. it so then we want to make it stop by adding super hot water so so we move on to recirculation which does well there are there are some systems designed for what you're saying on a professional level but they're usually not larger systems because mm-hmm. you can't drop the temperature or or raise the temperature that quickly in something that's steam powered so you need to move all that mass to another tank that isn't already sitting at 150 to 140 degrees to really be able to effectuate the temperature change okay and that was oh, that's a that's a drinking word. Yeah, that's a word. That's a word. But uh, I'm going to use that. You get into recirculating, which is important for clarification. Um, if you're trying to make a beer that's not hazy, which is the majority of them, not to delve into earlier conversations. So you need to move it. You you kill that fermentation with a raise. You move it, and then you do that process in another tank. And then what is sparging? Uh, sparging is you are taking 
uh, water and filtering it through um, the mash bed in order to pick up any of the already converted residual sugars that weren't able to go into solution with the amount of water that you had in there during the mash. So for a lay person, it's like you're sitting on this this massive water and grain you've moved to another tank. You move off all that water that's really heavy with these sugars, but it's not enough to really finish off your beer recipe. So you add some more water to kind of rinse that grain and get those sugars out as well. Sprinkling water. Uh, it's a delicate step, and the wrong temp could uh, screw up our pH, or uh, we'll like release or extract some tannins from the chaff. Yeah, so it's kind uh, of yeah. a and kind of I guess tannins uh, to like it, so if, uh, think red wine. Mm-hmm. When that's, yeah, that's the best way I've always like so very it's dry astringent. Probably not as complex of a step as mashing, but as as Brian said, delicate's an extremely good way to put it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Louder. Uh, if you want more information about Louder, uh, hit us up, send us a message, or Google it. <laughs> or listen to Homebrew Bound. <laughs> or oh, you actually, can listen yeah. to Homebrew Bound on the Blind Inch Studios Network. So moving on, sales news for Hop and Barrel in the month of April is there's, I mean, we always have a lot of stuff going on. And, always. And we're dealing with a whatever you feel, a, a post-COVID world where events are going to be running rampant this year. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, DipaFest was awesome. Thank you. It was a, it was a blast. Yeah. We want to thank everyone at the, our double IPA festival. Uh, we had the garage, Bikes and Brews. We had the Brewing Project. We had uh, Pitchfork Brewing. We had Round Man Brewing. We had... Oliphant. Oliphant, of course. Zozo gun, that was really cool. Uh, uh, you, uh, did you say Bring Project? Sure did. Yep. Okay. Oh, um, God, we're forgetting. We are. Hang on. We, we don't have a list, to be fair. Shit. This is off of memory. This is off of my let memory. Me, uh, Brian's off script, which is awesome. Let me check my Instagram real quick. <laughs> I'm usually not off script, in fact. No, but we should have written this in there. because We should have, and you. I already deleted the, the note in my notes. Right. That's uh, uh, oh, wait. Hang on. Oh, God, Rush River. Rush River. Oh, oh Jesus. Yep. Double bubble. Uh, I think that was it. That's, that's it. it. Yep, it's yeah. six. And yeah. then we had our two, yeah. And your two. Yeah, we did. So uh, continuing <laughs> Whew, that was our... Rough. <laughs> yeah, sure was. <laughs> continuing some of our normal events, Ziggy's in Stillwater, Minnesota. Uh, they've got karaoke every Tuesday night, sponsored by Hop and Barrel. Ooh. Very cool. Get you Gumi Brew Fest, April 9th. This uh, this yeah. weekend, I'll I'll be there. If anyone wants to stop in and say hello, it's we've got a, a, a couple... Listeners, I'm, I've met up there from our last festival in January, but uh, yeah, the ninth, Gitchigumi's back. It's the first time they're doing. Where is that? And what is? Oh, it? excuse me, Gitchigumi Brew Fest is a festival in Superior, Wisconsin. It is the only major festival I know outside of some accounts put on by the local chamber. Um, wonderful festival at the hockey arena at the college, and they do a very good job at this. A lot of, you know, the local local breweries and the people who do a lot of business up there usual um they do a great job with this festival it's it's a lot of fun it's a whole weekend up there so there's going to be some events in superior that friday kind of low-key brewery meet and greet things but uh a really fun weekend in superior awesome awesome if you can make it up check it out say hi to justin i will not be there i don't remember why (laughs) I, i i don't know I guess we'll talk about it off mic. <laughs> Moving on. Winona, Minnesota. 
Let's talk about it. So Steamboat Days is on April 29th. The debut. Steamboat Days is in June. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Sorry about that. I've got Winona event for the debut of Steamboat Days Beer on 429. So we're very confused now. That's what I've got for notes. Steamboat Days is in June is the town festival of Winona. But but, they're uh, announcing it on April 29th. They're announcing that we are doing the official beer of Steamboat Days at the end of this month. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yep. There's a special label. um, Minnesconsin. Yep. But the beer is Minnesconsin. It was selected uh, from their selection of a bunch of breweries to be the official beer for their town from May till June now. So, are you guys, is there a fun name like for Steamboat Lager? Oh, it's not like Steamboat Willie or anything like that. Nope. There's a, there's, (laughs) there's a little uh, figure on the label, a little character, kind of a pirate like guy. He's tiny. He's very tiny. I, I, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean no, to ask hard questions, guys. No. It's way too hard. <laughs> no, uh, expect to see a lot of us in Winona. We've got this and a couple things in June, which I know this is the April episode, but there's a lot of events being worked on for Winona through both a music festival they're throwing in early June and this this uh, town festival itself, and then the end of April kind of debut at a few accounts. So, yeah. Nice. So... Uh, official beer for Steamboat Days, uh, but that will be announced on the 29th, like we said. Uh, another cool sales note that we have is, and I don't really feel like we have announced this, but Mega Beer. Mega Beer. So we're, That sounds like a really big beer. <laughs> I, I know that every time that that some big thing is announced that I get yelled at for making it sound really anticlimactic, but we're finally going to be distributing hop and barrel beer in the Twin Cities. I mean, that's huge. It's like that's huge. that's really big. People have been asking us to do this for five years. Yeah. And I think I I, here, I here we go. I, I saw you announce it on the Instagram and then like I, I think I texted you right away. I was like, congrats, man. Like it's super awesome. I was a, like I what? a lot of that the last couple <laughs> weeks. Eh? <laughs> But, uh, you know, Mega Beer is a local craft distributor is the best way to put them. Um, There's really not another entity like them. We sell them beer. They sell it to people. Which is how we work. And and it's how we work. No secret we work with a lot of bud houses and other distributors. So we're used to working with these very massive distributors. If you you want another fun rabbit hole, you can look up. The way that the three-tier alcohol and yeah. beer distribution system works in America. Um, yeah, you should have a couple of drinks and then prepare. You should. Yeah, and we're not even complaining. We have some no, great oh, relationships gosh, no, we're with not. them. Yeah, but nope. Mega Beer is a, a very different approach to this. The distributor, as far as um, the alcohol industry, is a very necessary piece. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're... I think this is going to, I mean, we're, we're just getting this going, but their skills and our skills line up very well yeah. is a good way to put it Absolutely. where we're pretty excited about this partnership. We've uh, got good, you know, speaking of partnerships, we've got good friends on the label too. Oliphant, uh, Bob Town Brewing uh, out of Roberts, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, also Pitchfork and then yep. se- several others on the label too that I'm, I'm forgetting. Uh, yeah, Mega Beer is a distributor we'll be working with to push our beer deeper into Wisconsin then also debuting within the 494, 694 belt loop within 
the Twin Cities. So very select accounts. Again, if you guys, we always say this, I'll say it at the end of the show, but if you don't see our beer somewhere and you want it there, ask them because that really helps us out. They'll probably call us tomorrow and say, they said on this podcast we could have our beer in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. That's White Bear, Matamidi, Matamidi that area we've had like, a lot of requests for that we've just yep. been, with our current distributorship, just they've been literally two miles across the sure. boundary. Or St. Paul or Minneapolis yep. proper, mm-hmm. things like that. So please help us out. We appreciate it. If you want to see our beer, ask. Uh, moving on. Taproom news. Uh, we're going to work the family fun day again at both tap rooms. Um, we are, as always, I've said it a hundred times, we're a community center that sells beer, whether it is in Hudson or in Spring Valley, Minnesota. Uh, this is on April 16th. So we will have all kinds of shenanigans for people, including Legos. Lego. Yeah. Which is something we've done Kind of pre-COVID we, again. We've done a, we've done times, a couple yeah. times. You can buy a Lego set, come through. Yep. It's uh, build it with your 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 children and yeah, family and twenty bucks. You're in. You get a Lego kit and a beer, and you can hang out and build an awesome Lego and drink a beer. <laughs> at least in the at the Hudson location, we'll have Taqueria Los Paisanos. Ooh. Uh, we also bringing back the staring contest. Yes, we are. So if you've ever uh, gotten into a staring contest and you think you are, you know. You got what it takes uh, to beat the experts at staring. Can you bring like those little clockwork orange things? And if that's what, if that's how you roll, <laughs> I think we're gonna have a rule like you can't you can't I don't keep know, your man. eyes mechanically open. I mean, that's oh, you're really all right. I'm hardcore. We've man. we've done this before. Hardcore parkour in December, and it was a heck of a lot of fun. It sure was. For it, it turned into what we didn't. What we didn't comprehend was it turned into an impromptu, like, dad joke comedy show. We do a don't blinking and a don't laugh. Okay. They they all turned into basically just two people sitting across from each other at high tops. Talking smack. Talking smack and jokes and trying to break the other person's will. How is that any different than a podcast? (laughs) Because I don't try to make eye contact with you guys. That's fair. You don't. So I never know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yep. And there's a script. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, Yeah. Taproom News, uh, April 16. Tacarilla, Los Paisanos, Steering Contest, Legos, Family Day. Uh, We have that giant Jenga thing. We've got plenty of games. If kids, you know, it'll be nice enough to be outside. We'll have kids' Uh, movies on the TVs. We'll set them up. So, yeah. And we want you guys to feel welcome at the tap room with your family and your dogs any day of the week, not just in, uh, in April. Uh, any, any day uh, works for us. Bring them. Uh, moving on. Uh, in Hudson, uh, we're building a stage. We've been, I think we mentioned it before, but it's officially getting installed this week. Yeah. Um, for, yep, stage for the music and the bands that we have. Uh, music has not necessarily ever been like a huge push for us, for us in Hudson, but we want it, uh, you know, we want to make it a more inviting atmosphere for the musicians that we have weekly and, and give them what they need to do what they do best. Yep. So Just presented, I mean, it, it's become a Friday staple for us now. Mm-hmm. So 
it's just something we should focus on. Yep. Adam Moe, if you're listening, sorry for dragging that. Uh, Pallet Jack passed you while you were singing your song the other night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor Adam. He he had a giggle from it. So I give shout out to Adam though. He I, he definitely gets credit for being our most far away regular musician coming from Duluth, and he's hit Spring Valley once even. Oh wow! He'll be down there again too. He's phenomenal. Cool. Uh, now in Spring Valley, I'm sorry. No, let's finish up Hudson oh, news. We got to talk about the taco throwdown. Yeah, this is this is not April news, but you should have a heads up because tickets will be coming out soon. Oh yeah, you want to buy tickets for this? Uh, honestly, if We're, you're listening and you yeah. have ever heard of or whatever want to go to the taco throwdown, these tickets will sell out. It'll uh, be capped this year too, and it will be capped. I'm um, actually going to be in town for the first time. This I'm is so excited. Yeah, this year this is, is our yearly bigger. charity event that involves tacos, and we did confirm the Hudson Backpack Charity. Correct. And the name of that is? Okay, you can look it up while I'll I look it talk up, but more. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's basically a charity that provides backpacks of food for children on the weekends mm-hmm. and the summers when they would not otherwise have those options. Yep. Mm. School lunch-wise. It's a very big thing in this region. Hudson's kind of where it started, and we'll be working with them to provide them funds. Yep. Uh, so the Taco Throwdown will consist of? Local restaurants that will create a taco uh, using our very stringent guidelines, Ooh. Uh, which this year I believe will be pork belly and a secret ingredient to be determined, which has already been determined. We're to not going to tell you. Okay, to be announced. Uh, but we're not going to tell you because too bad. Uh, we'll tell you later. Sorry, Casey. Oh, <laughs> Casey's upset. Uh, um, poor producer, Casey. We'll tell you a little bit more about the uh, the the charity in a minute and the actual name of it. I'm looking uh, it up. So yeah, uh, Taco Throwdown, which is on May twelfth. Twelfth. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind about this, it, it I, yeah, I had the name right. It's just the Hudson Backpack Program. Perfect. Perfect. There's there's cool. nothing fancy name for this, but it's... I thought there was a different name. That's my bad. I, I guess I'll give you... I thought there was too, but no. Just the Hudson Backpack Program. Um, the the thing we're adding on this year is we're going to have Robert Burrill opening the show, emceeing early on, doing a comedy act starting at 6. So the whole thing kicks off at 6. He'll do half hour, 45 minutes of comedy, leading into a couple hours of enjoying food, hanging out with us and the local restaurants. And then Zeb is going to be capping the evening off with a live act. Um, you say Zeb like everybody knows who that is. Do they, they should. If they, they listen should. to this uh, podcast. Yeah, Zeb has been on an episode. <laughs> he has. Uh, Zeb, local musician, part of Firewater Gospel Choir, my guitar mentor, and uh, great beer guy. All around beard, good beard guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Biggest Lemon Breaker fan. What else can we say about him? Uh, nothing else. Local restaurant Literally aficionado. Nothing. I mean. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Spring Valley. Ha ha. Local Zeb. Spring Valley location, uh, music every Saturday. Yeah, as far as April goes, the acts are now set where Spring Valley has an act every Saturday and we're filling in Fridays. So as much as we say Hudson kind of does music here, there, Spring Valley, it's taking off. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's very much uh, positioned a little bit more as a music venue. So if you guys get down there, check it out. Uh, the band Amateur will be playing on Friday the 15th. 
Ouch. If you're not familiar with Amateur, they were our, one of our opening bands, along with Zeb, for a callback there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amateur is a, a big kind of up-and-coming local band, just released another album as well, plays at Thesis pretty regularly, as well as our spot. Um, and they kind of break into a bunch of other acts, just some great dudes and a great uh, woman singer as well. Mm-hmm. Moving on to beer news there in, in uh, Spring Valley, we've got the Czech Pilsners on. So if you guys are looking for Ooh. new and different, exciting beers, uh, Spring Valley always has completely, almost always has completely different beers than the Hudson location. And right now we've got a Czech Pils on there. So other brewery news. Uh, let's talk about the G5 collaboration briefly. Yes, kind of a cool opportunity came up. Um, we got uh, a call from G5 in Beloit. I should have made a note, but basically down by Illinois. Um, they're coming up for a festival this weekend. They're they're doing a takeover at Milwaukee Burger, which I should mention we are the brewery of the month at Milwaukee Burger in Hudson for April. Oh, wow. Yeah, a bunch of, bunch of beers on tap from us right there. Now, including Mucho Ojos, the only place to get it outside of our tap room right now. Um, but G5's coming into the area, and on Friday, we're doing a collab, a hazy IPA brew with them. Uh, Jason's coming up from Spring Valley. We're all around. They're going to be in town, going to do something with a cosmic strain of yeast and some new hops. So a lot of, a lot of different things for both of us we're going to be playing with. So this is kind of a true... You know, unlike some of our prior collabs, which were a lot of people we knew and just kind of a good opportunity to hang out and do something, this is actually a true educational, let's share ideas, how do we approach hazies, what can we teach each other about it, and get to the heart of, like, people who really don't know each other coming together for ideas. So I'm pretty excited for this one. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, You are Uh, Beloit. Thank you. Beloit. Very cool. Uh, Other news brewery-wise, Mucho Ojos. Uh, many eyes. That's our Mexican lager, uh, which is dry hop with matuca, or however you want to pronounce that. <laughs> Very delicious. Uh, people drink more beer on Cinco de Mayo than they do on St. Patrick's Day, so you should swing by the brewery and buy some mucho ojos in a six pack. Blue label owl. That blew my mind. I'm sorry. That yeah, yeah, well, they whoa. really do. Yeah. That's crazy. It's very crazy. Uh, also, uh, an upcoming uh, new monthly beer, as we do a new monthly beer for Hop and Barrel that gets released in kegs and cans, so watch out. Uh, by the time you hear this, if it's late April, we'll be almost ready to release Hazy Valley. But this month, uh, Mexican Lager. Which is fitting because Hazy Valley includes a very healthy dose of Idaho 7, which is... Part of the reason we yeah. drank that earlier on. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mucho, it, it's kind of heading out to distributors beginning of the month. It's great Mexican lager with just a lime aroma from the hops. Really easy drinker where Hazy Valley has kind of become a local favorite in Spring Valley. I know Jason changes the hops up every time, but uh, this is a very different juicy IPA approach. It's a, a dry, floral, herbal, juicy IPA that's... Yeah. Really interesting. Casey, uh, you're really going to like our Mexican lager, Mucho Ojos. Yeah? Like, I, like, I promise. Like, you're, am I going to like it more than Modelo? No. Okay. You're going to like it in a different way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're honest. 
Well, I don't, I don't think it's a better beer. Yeah, yeah. It is so different. It's different. Not I'm, I'm very excited. Like, I, I mean, your guys is like, you guys have a very high record with your Mexican inspired lagers like Zorro Rojo and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. This very one's cool. up there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bummed that, are, is that going to be at like the next recording of yeah. Pop and Barrel Happy? Okay. Yeah. This is getting canned. This is going to yeah, be wide. This, this is, uh, there are kegs of it in the tap room cooler, but I don't think they're on tap yet. So it went on last night. Did it? Okay, cool. They must have I, had I, an empty line. Yeah. I had a late night call of, can you create an item? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Sure can. Awesome. Cool. I think that'll wrap it up for us for this episode of the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour, episode 24. For the month of April uh, of 2022. So we really want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or what have you, send us an email at info at hopandbarrelbrewing.com. You can find our beer in northwestern Wisconsin all around the Twin Cities area. If your local establishment if, yeah. doesn't have our beer on <laughs> no, tap. No, no, I was going to. I, like, I, was, I, was I gonna, wasn't sure what we were going to say. There. No, I was going <laughs> to pause there. It's, oh, yeah. You can find our beer oh, in northwestern Wisconsin and, and in, in the, the Twin, Twin Cities area. And if your local <laughs> establishment in any of these places that I said that sells our beer doesn't have it on tap or on the shelf, please ask them. This really helps us out because, unfortunately, we can't ship beer to individuals. You can find Hop and Barrel on Facebook at Hop and Barrel Brewing. And follow us on Instagram at Hop and Barrel. You can also send a message of feedback at BlindNinjaStudios.com and find them on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash BlindNinjaStudios and follow Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. See you guys next time.